You're insecure. <laughs> Don't know what for. You're turning heads when you walk through the door. Oh, oh, oh. And then skip to the chorus. Baby, that is my Thanks so much, Evan. That was lovely. Do you know the first, <laughs> first line of that song? I saw a tweet about it. Oh, I have to talk about this here. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a tweet about it. It was like when your French boyfriend tells you you're in the car. <laughs> I hate Twitter so much. I love it and I hate it at the same time. <laughs> anyway, this, uh, uh, this is Megan the Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Kate. So Katie, how are you? I'm alright. I'm you know, I'm but I went back to work today after having COVID and the brain fog is just it's real. It's very real. Um I left my house without wearing socks today and I forgot like I have to wear specific work for sh- shoes for work and I lo- I lost oh my god see this is what I mean like my brain is all over the place I forgot to wear my shoes so I had to buy new shoes in work and mm-hmm. um, so yeah COVID cost me 40 euro <laughs> really appreciate it oh COVID <laughs> but yeah so other than that, I'm fine. I'm very, very tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm at work at 7 a.m. in the morning. How are you, Evan? I am tired. I am it's really warm in my room. My room is like a sauna. Yeah, me too. So it's just been really warm these last few days, even though today it was like raining. It was still warm though. It was yeah. just hot, like hot and rain. Yeah, can the weather sort itself out, please? Like I'm just I want summer. Yeah, Sunday was like summer. Oh yeah, it was. Sunday was actually nice. Um, Did I do anything fun? No, I didn't. I've been trying to stay extra safe because I have London at the end of the month going to see Lady Gaga. So Uh, um, we're we're just going back to the masks and the hand sanitizer. Yeah, you said that last week and you're staying true to it. And I I appreciate, I respect that. Absolutely. So now we are going to move on to pop news. <laughs> so uh, the uh, 2022 Emmy nominations came out today. So I'm just going to read off some of the nominations. So for drama series, we have Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Ooh. For comedy series, we have Abbott Elementary, Barry, Kirby Enthusiasm, Hacks, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows. Ooh. Limited series, we have Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy and the White Lotus. Lead actor in a drama series, uh, Jason Bateman for Ozark. Brian Cox for Succession. Lee Jung Jae uh, for Squid Game. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Adam Scott for Severance. Jeremy Strong for Succession. Lead actress in a drama series, um, Jodie Comer in Killing Eve. Laura Linney in Ozark, Melanie Linsky in Yellow Jackets, Sandra O oh in Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon in The Morning Show, and Zendaya in Euphoria. Hmm. Lead uh, actor in a comedy series, uh, Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Hader in Barry, Nicholas Holt, The Great, Steve Martin, uh, Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead actress uh, in a comedy series, Rachel Brosnan, uh, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, Kinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Katie Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, 
Elle Fanning the Great, Issa Rae for Insecure, and Jean Smart for Hacks. So, uh, what else we have? Lead actor in a limited series or movie of Colin Firth for The Staircase, Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven, Oscar Isaac in Scenes from a Marriage, Michael Keaton in Dopesick, Himish Patel for Station Eleven, Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy, lead actress in a limited series or movie, uh, Tony Collette, The Staircase, Julia Garner, Inventing Anna, uh, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley for Maid and Amanda Seafood for The Dropout. Um, we, and yeah, there's a good few different ones there. I'm not going to read out all of them because there is a lot, but you can go check them out um, if you just Google the Emmy nominations. So there. Wow, that'll be interesting. That's interesting. I've seen a good few of those shows. Very good. That's it. Yeah, I've seen a few of them as well. I've liked what I've watched, except for Euphoria. That was weird. But... The rest are quite good. Yeah, absolutely. So good luck to everyone. Ooh. We're all gonna so we all know the famous TV show Glee. Uh <laughs> but it looks like uh, art is imitating life in this case. So Beanie Feldstein and Jane Lynch are stepping down from their respective roles in the Broadway revival of the infamous musical Funny Girl. Rumors swirl that Glee star Leah Michelle will be taking over the main role of Fanny Bryce, similar to her character Rachel Berry in season five. Beanie decided to step down from the role due to creative differences, which caused a lot of discussion uh, online over workplace bullying. And then it seems that uh, the casting of Leah Michelle has caused a stir with fans. Uh, but someone who had a lot to say was Samantha Ware, who had, had, who had worked with Leah on Glee uh, in season six and was the first person to expose her behavior back in 2020. So uh, Samantha's tweet reads, yes, I'm online today. Yes, I see y'all. Yes, I care. Yes, I'm affected. Yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I was abused. Yes, my dreams were tainted. Yes, Broadway upholds whiteness. Yes, Hollywood does the same. Yes, silence is complicity. Yes, I'm loud. Yes, I do it again. She also said, also, my name is not Amber Riley or Alex Newell. Their experience was not mine and mine was not theirs. Mm. So I think the casting of, I think... With Sam's tweet and Leah's casting, it's kind of unearthed a lot of the shit that that's went on brought up in 2020 and well, obviously went on in yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say it, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna say it either. So, so you know, I, I think Leah's team or Leah thought that maybe this her that had passed, but you know. Yeah, but she is a stage, like, she is a stage actor, like, that's where she started. Yeah. So, it's not, like, out of the realm of possibility for her to be cast in in a stage production, you know, I mean, it's not like she was only cast in it because of Glee. Yeah. She started on stage as a child. Yeah. So, it is hard to find it. Like, I don't really like Leah Michelle after everything that came out but like I mean like I don't I'm not a fan yeah I would say so like it doesn't bother me whether she does or doesn't be a funny girl and so yeah just just kind of indifferent to me whatever who knows maybe some shit will come out further oh yeah definitely. I was invested in that drama that was everything bring me back (laughs) 
So um, since the release of Bohemian Rhapsody, the musical biopic has been a trend in modern day, modern day cinema with Elton John and Aretha Franklin getting them. Uh, so the latest musician to get a biopic treatment is the late musician Amy Winehouse. Sam Taylor Johnson, uh, who directed Fifty Shades of Grey and Nowhere Boy, is signed on to do the biopic. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to cast? I don't know, but I hope they do like the whole film tastefully. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. saying Lauren Haregi, but I just like, I don't know if she's an actress. Um, they might start to like do the like sing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look up Lauren Haregi, but I don't know how to spell her last name. Okay, a J-A-U. Yeah. Or... Oh, I have it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Spelling lessons are the key. Oh, yeah, she does look like her. Yeah, she looks like her. Yeah. Alexis Demi also kind of looks like her a little bit. Does she? Okay, I'll have a look at this. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I feel like you could, you could uh, hair and make up it. Yeah. You could definitely hair and make up it. But I'm, I am excited. Imagine I was Rita or <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> I think she like I think they could hear her makeup it to be honest. I'm not a big fan, but like because she (laughs) Yeah, she is good looking, but um (laughs) (laughs) so hateful, Jesus. What? So hateful towards Brita Aura. I said she was good looking. She's beautiful, yes. Wish that Wait. I could let you love me. Yeah, no, I do think you could like hair and makeup, Rita, or it's be an Amy Winehouse. Um, <laughs> and she, well, she wouldn't have to fake the accent. Yeah, she wouldn't actually. Well, she'd have to put on wherever Amy was from, but like you know, she's still British and she's a singer and she's been in movies. <laughs> so, so <laughs> she's a singer who's been in movies. That is literally her title. You know that for a fact. You wouldn't call her an actress. Singer does stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Just saying. I love the slander towards Rita Ora. I don't dislike her. I just love the way you slander her. I was I was not even slandering her there. I was trying to be really nice. (laughs) No, apparently you were. I just misunderstood. (laughs) Misunderstood the assignment again. That's okay. Right. So we're going to move on. Um, So the latest season of Stranger Things has broken records and has everyone talking. Uh, Turns out the show has some famous fans, including Doja Cat. So the rapper slid into No Schnapps DMs asking if Joseph Quinn has a girlfriend. Noah then decidedly, uh, he then decided to share the screenshot publicly, which did not sit well with Doja. She went on to Instagram Live to say, the fact that Noah did that shit is so unbelievably socially unaware and whack. That's like borderline snake shit. That's like weasel shit. Yeah, I've had this conversation a lot recently about this. And like, 
like yeah like he's old enough like people are like he's a kid I'm like yeah but when I was 17 I knew not to I'd know if my mate was like trying to ask me if someone was single or something like I'd know not to just post that on the internet and I don't even have followers oh he's 17 yeah he's literally only 17 um so they're all like he's a child I'm like no he's a famous child yeah, he but needs... like social awareness, he's not fully there yet. Like, Evan, when you were 17, you wouldn't do that. Oh, but I wouldn't post a screenshot of your friends being like, hey, what give me? No, I'd send it to my friend, but I wouldn't post it. Yeah, exactly. You'd send it around. Like, I'd probably still send some. <laughs> like, if it was like scandalous, I'd be like, oh my God, look. But, um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I can see why you'd be annoyed. Yeah. Don't for, don't forget, this wasn't just seen by a hundred people. Oh yeah, because Noah Schnapp's like insanely famous. He's insanely famous, and she's quite famous as well. And then obviously Joseph Quinn has got a lot of traction, and just Stranger Things in general is really big. Like this is gone worldwide. Like you'd be so embarrassed. Everyone's talking about this. Literally everyone's talking about it. And I do think they're talking about it more because of her reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think she helped herself. No, she didn't. I feel like if she had just like not said anything about it, which isn't her style and it doesn't have to be her style. But if she didn't want it to go viral, she shouldn't have said that. She should have just like brushed it off. Yeah, no. <laughs> or been like, man, that was... That wasn't nice, but anyway, move. Not being like <sighs> calling them out and all. I know. Oh, poor Noah. <laughs> but she did. She she did acknowledge that he's a child, but she did also say like have some social awareness, which is fair enough. Yeah. Oh, poor Noah Schnapp. I love him. I mean, I don't. I'm indifferent. So. <laughs> You've only watched two seasons of Stranger Things. One and a bit. Yeah, season two is shit. Yeah, I've heard that. Kevin was like, you don't even need to watch season two, to be honest. Go, just go straight to tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Katie, what are we talking about this week? This week. So, I wasn't up on light writing this one, Evan, but today we're going to be talking about a group of people, some of which I would let take me home to make midnight <laughs> memories with. Sadly, eventually, there would only be four of this group left, but it's still nice to reminisce on the memories that uh, that that one person made in the AM. Yes, that's right. We're going to be talking about the one and only One Direction. So, Evan, what is your history of One Direction? That was very good. I have to say. Thanks very much. So, my history of <laughs> One Direction. Uh, watch them on X Factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so X, that's when X Factor was. Everyone watched X Factor on the Saturday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. And they just, as much as it was cool to like them. I think it was equally as cool to despise them. Yeah. Which I really did for no reason, right? Like if I could go back and give my 14-year-old self like a slap, I'd be like, just like they have no effect on your life, calm down. Yeah. So I just yeah, I just hated them when I first saw them. And then just continued to hate them for no reason. And then they just were everywhere. And I was like, you couldn't walk anywhere without seeing one direction in a shop window. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the longest time. And then yeah, just my my history at One Direction is that 
I was just leading the hate train, I guess. Yeah. Katie, what's your history on direction? Um, before I tell you my history, I just want to put out a nice little they were your Rita Ora. They were yeah, they were. I suppose. They were, yeah. Run it, run it. Um my history with One Direction is again the same as you. Watched them on X Factor. I wasn't a huge fan of them on the X Factor. Like I wasn't a directioner from the start. Mm. Uh, I wasn't really a directioner, let's be real, but like I wasn't a fan from the start. It was more so like maybe the last few episodes I was like, oh, maybe like I do like these. And then they didn't win and I didn't really think anything of them. Um, And then it was just before the X Factor tour came back around and then I started to really like them. And um, yeah, I just became a fan then. And then that lasted about two years and I stopped being a fan. <laughs> That's my history. So we're going to get into a whole lot of history of One Direction. Uh, Katie, mm-hmm. are you ready? I am ready. So in 2010, five boys auditioned for X Factor as solo artists. These boys were Niall Horan, Zane Malik, Liam Payne, Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. They auditioned for the X Factor uh, and they were put into the group One Direction. So the group got to the live shows and ended up coming in third. Uh, in February 2011, the book One Direction for Every Young was published. They then went on the X Factor tour. In April 2011, they started working on their debut album. September 2011, their first single, What Makes You Beautiful, comes out. It reached number one in the UK and Ireland and number four in the US. The first album, Up All Night, came in the same month. Um, it was uh, The singles were What Makes You Beautiful. Uh, Gotta Be You, One Thing and More Than This reached number one in many countries and it's been certified four times platinum in the UK and four times platinum in the US. Uh, December 2011, uh, they went on their Up All Night tour. In 2012, they opened for a big time rush on tour. In March 2012, uh, they became the first UK group to have the debut album reach number one in the US. May 2012, the book Dare to Dream, Life as One Life as One Direction was published. September 2012, One Direction won three MTV VMAs. November 2012, the album Take Me Home was released. The singles were Live While We're Young, Little Things and Kiss You. Reached number one in many countries. And the album has been certified plat- platinum uh, four times in the UK and three times in the US. December 2012, 1D played a sold out show at Madison Square Garden. February 2013, uh, 1D released a cover of One Way or Another for Comic Relief. Uh, that same month, they went on their Take Me Home tour. The movie One Direction, This Is Us was released in cinemas and earned $60 million at the box office worldwide. November 2013, uh, they released the album Midnight Memories. Uh, the singles were Best Song Ever, Story of My Life, Midnight Memories and You and I. Reached number one in many countries and the album has been certified three times platinum in the UK and US. They became the first group to gross $1 billion. In 24, April 2014, uh, they went on their Where Are We Stadium tour, and it was the highest grossing tour of 2014. In August 2014, another book, One Direction, Where We Are, Our Band, Our Story, 100% Official, was released. October 2014, the movie One Direction, Where We Are was released. The book Who We Are was also released. Uh, November 2014, uh, four their fourth album was released. The singles were Steal My Girl and Night Changes, and it reached number one in many countries, certified two times platinum in the UK. 
So in February 2015, uh, they went on tour, the On the Road Again tour. And in March 2015, Zayn Malik left the group. May 2015, Wundi made their final appearance as a four, had their first appearance, sorry, as a four piece on the James Corden show. November 2015, their album Made in the AM was released. The singles were Drag Me Down, Perfect, History. Uh, it debuted at number one in the UK and number two in the US. So Wundi's last performance was on Dick Clark's New Year's Rocking Eve. And as of 2016, the One Direction boys are on a hiatus and have all embarked on solo projects. Mm-hmm. That's true. So let's discuss Wundi. Ah, where to start? Hmm. What, they just they? what do you mean? Like, what was this? This just feels like it. This feels like it happened, but it didn't happen at the same time. They were a whirlwind. They were. It was all very fast. And I genuinely think that the only reason they got very popular is because um, it was just the right time. Yeah. Like, r- right place at the right time, like, right season of X Factor, right time in their lives, right time in the fans' lives. Mm-hmm. Like, they were the perfect age for, like, 13, 14-year-old girls to be obsessed over, which is what happened. Yeah. You know, and then those fans broke, grew up and still were attached to that, like, watching the X Factor and being obsessed with this band so I think it was just genuinely good timing yeah you know um and I think that it's down to their like I don't want to say this I don't want this to sound weird because I am a 25 year old woman saying this but I was also like 14 yeah or when they came out so um it was because of their good look Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they were all very good-looking children. Young men. Young men. (laughs) Yeah, no, some of them weren't even 18, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they were just, they were good-looking, and the teenagers just got obsessed, and that's that's what happened. Just, like, it just, just what makes you beautiful came out, and you couldn't escape them. I just remember that. I think that was just part of the reason. It's because they were so overexposed. Mm. which just like you know that's why now obviously I grew out of that like I don't hate them anymore I wouldn't go and actively listen to any One Direction song yeah uh, it's just not just just not like whatever like if they come on the radio don't really give a shit but um where are they going with this yeah so they were so overexposed they were everywhere you couldn't escape them and it, it that also brings up the point that they were very much overworked Oh, absolutely. Like, they were just used as, like, money mills. They were a product. Yeah, that's it. But that's what every... I think... Who was I speaking to this about? I can't remember who it was, but I was saying that, like, anybody in the public eye, like, is a product. Mm. I can't remember. Who was I speaking to about this? It definitely wasn't me. No. But my point is, like, you know, like, their product like they provide you with a service like you know as in as far as like concerts go Mm. and meet and greets and all this and 
at the end of the day, that's what it is, you know? Like, they're just doing their job to please you. I think think it was my friend today where I talked about, like, being working at the festivals and, like, meeting, like, cool, like, artists and stuff. And I was like, when you're actually in a room with, like, these artists that are, like, I wouldn't say I was with anybody super famous, but they're, like, really, really well-known people. But, like, I didn't even think about that because they were doing their job and I was doing my job. Yeah. And the sole purpose of the two of us being together in that room was to make everybody else at the festival happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, same thing happened with Joseph Quinn at um, London Comic Con this weekend. Yes, I think it was Kevin I was talking to. I think it was the same thing. People are like, I paid £100 to see him. Like, yes, you paid for a service. Yeah. So I think that's exactly what where this, yeah, it was Kevin, it was this exact, it was because of the Joseph Quinn thing that I kind of came into this. And they were, they were a product and they were a very popular product and they were high in demand. Mm. Did you have any merch? Um, trying to think. I, I definitely had posters. Mm. Um, and I more than liked, I had CDs. Yeah. Um, I think I only had like one or two CDs though. Um, because it what that was kind of the era like YouTube was around, so it wasn't like readily available, but it eventually was becoming available to me. Yeah. So I I didn't really need the CDs, but other than that, I didn't have that much merch now. No, I mean, my God, it just. You kind of now, obviously, it kind of benefited them now, given where they all are in their own lives, which we will talk about. But, um, like, my God, I kind you kind of would have felt bad for them at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like, now looking back in retrospect, I'm like, those poor boys. Like, honestly, when you think back of like how, like, just how much pressure that has to be on such a young person. Yeah. And it's no wonder the way like that, like some of them turned out the way they have, which obviously we'll speak about later, but like it's no wonder. Mm. You're literally put on this huge pedestal in front of the whole world from the age of like 17. Yeah, like a circus animal. Jesus. Like a circus animal, but also your ego is being fed by all these people wanting, like, being like, I love you, I want to marry you, like, I like, I love you so much, I would give up my life for you. And that's a lot of pressure. That is so much pressure. You know, like, people literally, like, depending on these boys to make music, to, like, stay happy. I'm doing air quotations. Um for everyone that's not looking at me right now so everyone that's not Evan but like (laughs) to literally like survive these people needed this music and this content like honestly if One Direction if TikTok was around when like One Direction like I actually wouldn't even want to see the stuff that I'd be seeing on that yeah because Twitter was bad enough (laughs) oh yeah we will get into that in a moment yeah we will we will but that's what I mean. Like, it's just mad. Um, I didn't have merch, but I did. And this is creepy, and I will admit it. But I did have a lot of pictures saved onto my iPod. Just from the internet. like For, Of all of them or one specific member? 
I was a lame girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you regret that now. <laughs> I was specific. It fucking makes sense. I just have terrible taste in men. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, I have killed Evan. (laughs) 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 I I mean, I don't have great track records. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I was a lame girl. And it was like more specifically like 2010 to like 2012 lame. And then I fell off. Oh, the beaver hair. Yeah, the beaver. I think it was like his hair. Your are kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't his accent. <laughs> I didn't listen to him speak, to be honest. Um, but uh, and then I moved. I kind of had like a little bit of a Louis moment, but that was like quickly surpassed. And like then, a- what? He seems like a nice lad, do Oh, he seems lovely. Like he, mm-hmm. to be honest, he probably got like an all right deal out of it like I know there are just a third of to speak about that happened to him but like he's kind of not that he's irrelevant now but like he kind of is but I think that's nice he's a bit more low-key yeah like he can have a break yeah you know what I mean and enjoy your money enjoy your time whereas the likes of like Harry who he was like my last like crushing that group yeah and that's just stayed because he's only gotten better with age um and he hasn't been that controversial yet so you know yeah. no not that controversial but like a little bit yeah. but sure, sure the controversy is gonna happen but um i think it's very ironic that like harry just grew up <laughs> um with all these like teenage girls like throwing themselves at him and then turns out he likes older women <laughs> does it make sense kinda <laughs> um, I think and Liam also had not like Cheryl Coles oh yeah I think it makes sense no it does yeah it does make sense like Joe I want a mature girl I want a girl who didn't fancy me when I was 17 which makes sense like, he's a Cheryl that might be a bit <laughs> might be a bit dodgy maybe yeah, well, um, I don't know. Um, I'm very proud of Niall. That's not I. I actually really like Niall. I really like Niall. He seems very uncontroversial. He's actually a really good singer, but he always was. See, I would disagree with you there. I Do think, you? I think he got better when he le- when the band ended. Maybe. Because his verse on Kiss You is not great. Yeah. As a, what I was going to say, though, was I don't, as a band, I don't think they're good. Like, vocally. Oh, no, they're not. They're not, but they all have some sort of solo career. And all of their individual songs are great. Which is funny. Including <laughs> Shift That Down. <laughs> Like I find it's not great, but like it's grand, you know. Like you can't, I I wouldn't be able to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to make it. <laughs> yeah, but I, 
like I really couldn't make music, you know. Um, no, but you know what I mean. Like they do all have some sort of like talent, obviously. Like, but as yeah. a as a collective, I don't think they're good. I don't think yeah. their voices went together. They literally were put together for the human eye and were just marketed to teenage girls and that's all it was they people simon cowell looked at them and said they are gonna make me rich like i bet i bet you don't do you know who won the x factor that year no matt cardle matt cardle oh my god when was the last time we heard that name not like probably when he won the x factor exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, oh bless my cousin. So while they didn't win, they did, and I think like I don't think Simon Cowell wanted them to win. Yeah, I think I think like everything was. I'm not saying it's fixed, but I do think everything was done very methodically to sell these boys to us. Yeah, no, that's that is true. Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, yeah, they were they. I mean, I said it, I said it already. They were a product, and I feel like that's all they were. Mm. Just as a collective, that's all. That's they were just kind of handed songs. They didn't write many songs. I don't think until Made in the AM, maybe. Yeah. Be. Um, and then they were just like handed songs, being like, because Zayn said it when he did his like interview when he left the band. He was like, "I never wanted to be in it. We were handed songs." And, um, like he said, like he was being thrown here, there, and everywhere. And which, in fairness, I would leave too. Oh yeah. Like I would leave. I'd be like, no, I'm not being thrown here, there, and everywhere. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go back to. I couldn't. Well, he couldn't go back to normal life after that. I suppose no. he probably can now. No, I no, he couldn't. He's not that high profile. Yeah, but his whole thing with like Gigi and stuff. Oh, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, and but like just even like just having whore, like being tied to whore with like their baby and stuff. Oh yeah, like it's just I don't think like he'll never go away. Like no one's ever going to be like who Zayn who like yeah. everyone's going to know who Zayn is. Mm. But um, yeah, and. Like Liam being tied to Cheryl Cole, which is funny because Cheryl Cole's kind of like irrelevant now. Yeah, she's not that famous worldwide. No, she's not. But we obviously know her because we've grown up watching her. Like so. Yeah. I do think that One Direction were like obviously they were world famous, and I'm not denying that. But they were our version, like Ireland and UK's version of Justin Bieber. They were. They were, like, as in, you know, obviously they made it in America. Like, they had a lot of American fans. Likewise, Justin Bieber had a lot of Irish fans. But, like, I'd say the hype in America for Justin Bieber was, like, the way it was over here for One Direction. Because I don't think anybody that didn't live in Ireland or the UK would understand Yeah. just how big they were. Yeah, in the first few months, they were kind of, it was just Ireland and UK. And then I think once they got to America, Mm. it was just madness. Yeah, like they were never not going to break America. Like they had Simon Cowell under them. Like they were obviously going to make it there, you know. Mm. Um, But yeah, like honestly, fair play to them. 
they, you know, they did a signing in the Clare Hall shopping centre around the corner where I live. Really? <laughs> of their book. Yeah. Which That's is just like, if you've ever been, if you're from Ireland and you've been to the Clare Hall shopping centre, it's just a random dingy shopping centre. Like, Why do I feel like they were in like a Tesco or something near me? They're in, they're in there's a Tesco. That's where they were near me. <laughs> oh, why do I... Hmm, that's interesting. Book signing Ireland. We can't do book signings anymore. That's a bit of a shame. I know. We can't do books or CDs. Why don't we ever get the CD signings over here? I don't know. I think like some people tried it, but I just don't think Irish people are that bothered, to be honest. I don't know. Oh, that's gas. Oh, that's when Harry was in his little... Uh, oh, his curly hair. His... um, But he's always had curly hair. Now his Tarzan face. Oh, it's tar- it's, it's Tarzan has a human hair. Do you remember his long hair and he was stoned all the time? Oh, bless him. He's done mm-hmm. a full 180. Oh, I still think he was hot. I'm not, I'm not a Harry Styles fan at all, but like, I think he's actually a great artist. Like, my God. Oh, there's just something about his eyes. <laughs> Katie's like, he's so dreamy. <laughs> he is a very handsome man. Those two are going back up. You know that there's a, um, there's a rumour about Harry Styles that he wears a toupee? He's actually bald. Is that? Like, I don't agree with it, but apparently, yeah, there's this thing going around. Um, because apparently Harry once said that in an interview that it's, if he wants to go like inconspicuous, like people not know who he is, like it's very easy for him to do. But I'm like, nah, I'd know those eyes anywhere. Yeah, no, he's got he's got very distinct facial features. You would know. You would know, like, whether he had no hair or not. But, right, how um, many books did they have? Like, I'm sorry. I think it's like three. It was like, like three or four. I was like, how much could you say? Probably a lot. <laughs> how much could you say? By the sounds of it, probably a lot. Very, very alarming. I was like, how? didn't even know they had that many books. They hardly wrote them. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> Um, One Direction books. Ooh, I wonder if there's any weird One Direction there. In order. Did you just say you wonder if there's any weird One Direction merch? merch, Yeah, like question. Remember that there was like I think there was a blog about questionable high school musical merch. Obviously, there was weird One Direction merch. That's just that's just a given. So. Are we going to get into, like, like not Wattpad? Do you remember this? Yes. Do you remember After, which is now a film? Yes, I do, and I know what you're talking about, but go ahead and say it anyway. It's just crazy. Like, that was just about Harry Styles. <laughs> like, the same thing will happen with Fifty Shades. Yeah, no, no. Fifty Shades wasn't a fanfic. It was. It was a Twilight fanfiction. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so there was a fan fiction written about Harry Styles called After. I remember reading that in school. Like we used to, we had 
Wattpad downloaded and we used to like read it in class. Like the book or the actual fan fiction? No, the actual fan fiction on Wattpad. There was like eight parts to it. Yeah, I read it. Like I read it when it was on Wattpad. I was like 17. I think I was in like fifth or sixth year. I kind of went back into, I kind of reverted back into a fan because of my friends in secondary school. Yeah. Um, kind of fifth and sixth year. But then once I, I, I just kind of grew out of that then. Um, but they are a weird like comfort band for me. Yeah, well, I can see why, because like, you were the target demographic at that time. Yeah, I was. Like, what, in 2010, I would have been... 14. No, I was younger. Was I? No, I was 14. Yeah. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find weird One Direction merch. Yeah, so, well, I was actually only 13. Mm-hmm. Because they were kind of, oh, no. When does when did X Factor usually go on? Oh, it was around Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it would have been after your birthday. Yeah, I would have just turned fourteen. So literally, I was. They were for me. Yeah, no, they were for you. Like you yeah. were a demographic. And I do remember just being obsessed, like just loving them so much. But uh, it's just mad that it like spiraled as much as it did. It did, yeah. It just went off the Richter scale. Mm, it really did. There's One Direction Uggs. Oh, my God. Tell me, I knew there would be scandalous stuff. You were like, oh, I wonder. I'm like, are you for real? One Direction nails with their faces on it. Yeah. That's, that, it's just, uh, the post, oh, Jesus Christ. Consumerism is just, it's just the devil, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And they're dolls. Oh my god, they're dolls. Yes, yeah, I knew. Yeah. To be fair, though, that's not weird, but like it is. The dolls don't look that bad. Like I remember having NSYNC dolls. Oh well, of course you need NSYNC dolls. Yeah, of course. I would get NSYNC but... dolls now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just looking. Okay, oh, their toothpaste with the seeing toothbrush. I think Georgia had that. Yeah, literally, I was going to say they had a toothbrush. Direction biscuits. Mm. I'm going to post some of these on our our socials because I need you guys to see this. I'm surprised it didn't have spaghetti hoops. To be honest, that's very surprising. I would have I would have bought One Direction spaghetti hoops. Okay, I don't know if I have any more to say on One Direction. Do you? I do, but it's in our next topic. Uh, right. So that so yeah, we will move on to the next topic. So something that One Direction have a lot of is fans and very loyal fans. Now, we want to talk about the fans and we want to talk about Larry Stylinson. Mm-hmm. Something I don't know something about. Um, uh, so we kind of... Did you watch the thing I sent you? Yes, I got about 35 minutes in, so I watched majority. Okay, well, uh, so we watched this uh, documentary that's on YouTube and I think it might be on the Channel 4 app. It was a Channel 4 documentary from 2013 called Crazy About One Direction, highlighting the absolute mania that was uh, the One Direction stands, the Directioners. Mm-hmm. And they picked specific females to be in this documentary to highlight how crazy they were about One Direction. So their fans are intense. Yes, definitely. To say the least. 
it's bizarre. It is. And I want to know, like, how you get there. How you get to that level of obsession Mm. with just people. That's where I I agree with you on the thing of, like, they're a product. Because, like, I don't actually, like, okay, right, we have to preface this. Most of these girls, like, at most, were, like, probably... Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're like probably like at most just turned eighteen. Yeah, there was one girl that was nineteen. Yeah, so like nineteen. So like but that was like she would have been sixteen when they first came out. She probably would have been the same age as some of them in the band. Yeah. So like it's not weird like at the time because like she was like probably the same age as them anyway. But like so I don't think they had the mental capacity to realize that these people are actually humans. Yeah, completely. But I think that's why it they were the way they were because like it it didn't dawn on them. Oh, like they're going to read this and it's going to negatively affect them. I don't think they ever thought about that. Yeah. So the documentary, I don't think it was made in their favor at all. Oh no, absolutely not. not. Because you see them there. There's one, there's a few moments where they're like waiting outside uh, like venues and things for them. And obviously their schedule at the time was go, 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 go. So this is when they announced the stadium tour. Yeah. Girls, there's young girls. They're they're between, there's four girls. I'd say they're they're, they're between nine and 14. Yeah. And they're like, um, oh, this isn't fair, like, why aren't they coming out to meet us? They'd be no, nothing without us. And, all. and I was like, they, I get that they were so young and young yeah. people are 100% there with social etiquette. But yeah. their schedules go, go, go. They don't have time to stop and talk. No. And that's another thing. I don't think these people, like, at the time realised that, like, this was their job. Okay, yeah. their job was cool. Yeah, like, but at the end of the day, they're getting worked to the bone. And now as an adult, they probably realize the last thing you want after a long day of work is somebody waiting outside your job to take pictures with you. Yeah. If I had customers standing outside my job with their cameras recording me leaving my shop and shutting that shutter, I'd be like, calling the police. Yeah, you would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... Okay. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's really weird because look, I've been a fan. I am a fan of things. Yeah. I've stood like I've stood aside stage doors. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we all have done it, but there's when it's the same people doing it every single time. I don't it's, the dedication. Where do you get it, the time? And it is dedication, but at the same time, is it not just plain insanity? It is. It's stalking. Yeah, it is stalking. It is stalking. It's just, oh, just the things the directioners have done in the past. And like whenever any of the boys would get a girlfriend, mm. like you saw it with like Perry Edwards got so many death threats that she got with Zane. And like they, mm. there's, a, I don't know if you got this part in the documentary, but they talk about Harry went out with Taylor Swift for a bit. Yeah. I don't know, don't know how long. But then, so the obviously I said the documentary is not in their favor. 
there's a bunch of the girls saying that I hate Taylor Swift what she did to Harry. There's one girl who said that Taylor Swift blocked her because she kept sending Taylor death threats saying that she was going to stab her in the face. Yeah. Like, what kind of... Dem- yeah, no, it is. It's shocking. But I do also think that this program won't probably provoke these girls. Yeah. To probably took a lot of stuff out of context. Through, I'm like, hey, you can't... Right, what that girl said was... She did say it. She did say it was disgusting. And she probably did get blocked by Taylor Swift before sending death threats. But I, again, she was probably at most, like, 15. Yeah, she looked quite young. Mm. And then I'm like, is there a part of this that, like, includes, like... Like poor mental health, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like a lot of them were like going through like really hard times and like like felt like probably felt like I've some of them in it kind of said that like they feel like special when like when one of them like follows them on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, but you're not. It's yeah. the internet. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, I I mean, again, I'm not saying anything bad because, like, I have been a fan. I am a fan. I tweet at people that I like. And if they like it, I'm like, yes, they liked it. But, like, I don't be like, oh, my God, like, they know who I am. I'm like, they just, they liked my tweet. Like, they thought it was funny or they, like, agreed with me or whatever. Or, like, I'll even revert back to, like, the podcast that we listened to, The Unpopular Opinion. Like, when one of the girls replies to my story, I'm like, oh, deadly, like, that's so cool. But I wouldn't be like, we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and even if I seen one of them on the street, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, hey, I'd just be kind of like texting him and being like, I saw this person today, but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the recognition is nice. It is, of course it is, and like, again, as I said, like, I have been a hardcore-ish fan, and I have, I am still a fan of things, but like, I just think that there's like a tasteful way to do it, but then again, as I said, these people were like literally 14, and I actually want to know if any of them are embarrassed or if any of them are still like directioners or I did was, they yeah i was just like where are these girls now <laughs> that's what i want to know are they following them all individually like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like harry <laughs> or like have they just picked their favorite one and followed them maybe who knows Maybe. That's a question to ask TikTok, Evan, because you have more of a following than I do. <laughs> so do any of the girls who are in the crazy about One Direction documentary? Oh, I would love to. I'd love to just talk to one of them and just be like, where are you at now? Are you okay? That's yeah, what... are you okay? That's just my to... main question. I... Look, as I said, like, I just, I do think the documentary didn't help them. It didn't? No, and I do I do think there was a reason for that, but there was a lot of it where there I was kind of scared of them. Same. And like they I've never even met any of these people. I'm like, imagine what these boys felt. They probably were scared at times. Like there's the war there's the group of I don't know if you saw this scene. So there was the group of I think it's it five girls or there's a number of girls anyway, going into a hotel because mm-hmm. 
Zane was saying there. Now the hotel is nice. Wasn't that fucking nice? Mm. It's like a random floor and just knocked on a random hotel room door. To see yeah. Was there, and then they just ran off. And then then they're checking Twitter all the time just to see where they are. Yeah, seeing that. And it's yeah. just like, like I'm sorry. Is there no <laughs> someone at the door? Should have been like, you cannot come in here. And then yeah. it's like asked like the barista in the hotel cafe being like is Zayn Malik staying here I can't remember who they said I think mm. it was Zayn and they were like is Zayn Malik here and then she uh, like, I, I can't tell you that <laughs> one of them made a snarky comment being like she's probably being paid not to tell us she's at her yeah. job I know and like yeah she probably was warned don't tell them anything because like fair enough like absolutely fair enough I mean I've had my encounters with fandoms Directions are probably the first. <laughs> yeah, fandoms don't like it. Well, there's certain fandoms. <laughs> and most of them. Most of them? There's like probably three. <laughs> oh, Evan, you've just been bullied so much by them. I can't even count anymore. Yeah. And you know that's true. Fandoms I can't handle. Conservatives come my way. I will fucking tell you how wrong you are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, fandoms, my God. My God, just let me live. Um... <laughs> And look, don't be fucking coming. You can come for me all you want. Don't come for her. Yeah, please don't come for me. I don't have the <laughs> mental capacity. <laughs> I'll just be tagging Evan and all, all of the stuff you tweet at me. I'm like, please no. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean, Directioners, Loyal, have done so many, are uh, absolutely obsessed with these boys, or were, or are. Who knows? Let's talk about Larry. Let's talk about Larry. So I have an article here about many different things that the directions have done, but let's just focus on Larry Stylinson for now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was trying to find like the history of this. I don't know if you know a bit more about it than me. Um, Probably not. But... So in ca- I'm just going to read it from the article here that I have. So in case you aren't aware, Larry Stylinson is the ship name for two of the group's members, Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. They have always had a fantastic bromance and fans could tell that they were very close and both meant very much to each other. Well, things started getting weird when fans started to believe that the two were in an actual real life and secret gay relationship. If it were the case, it wouldn't be a big deal. Most everyone would be happy for them. But the level that that has gotten to was absolutely insane. So if you don't believe Larry is real, Larry fans will attack you. There are full-blown explanations that are also proof that the relationship exists, that One Direction's management refuses to let them come out. So people write fan fictions about them. People claim to have personally seen Harry and Louis engaging in romantic kisses and when they thought no one was watching and they constantly hound them on every social media site about this ship. They won't stop going crazy uh, about this even after Louis has stated the whole thing is fucking annoying and the biggest lot of bullshit he's he's ever heard. It's weird, it's creepy and it's obvious it obviously isn't something like they they like hearing about. So there are many other fans who are hardcore convinced that the members of the group are in a relationship, but none of those come close to the level of craziness of Larry Stylinson believers. Yeah, so the main reason that it kind of start was it was true Twitter. Yeah. Like there was a lot of like when they're on stage, like they would like, I don't know, kiss each other under cheek or whatever and like hug or like when they were like, there's like pictures of them 
like just snapped like papped and stuff like that like being a bit close but like maybe they were just friends that like I I can be very like full-on with my friends sometimes so like that would be like somebody taking picture of me and my friends being like they're lesbians (laughs) you know um so what happened really was then that kind of happened that was sparking like rumors in the direction or community and then um the boys were really big on twitter as well in the documentary one of the girls said the reason they were so famous was because of twitter and honestly i believe it yeah um because it was a way for people to like find them and interact with them and to get interaction back if they didn't have that i don't think they would have been as huge as they were so but as i said the boys used to tweet all the time and then they lived they lived together at one point i don't know if it was all of them or it was just, it was just exclusively harry and louis mm-hmm. but then what kept happening was like harry would tweet something like Louis I have dinner ready for you or I have dinner waiting for you or something like that or um come into my come into this room or or stuff like that but like people were just taking this and like snowballing it it. yeah literally running with it and being like oh my god they're in a gay relationship and it was crazy but it genuinely did ultimately break up their friendship it did Louis, Louis said that him and Harry don't talk anymore and it's mainly because yeah. of that. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, what I mean by them fans were so full on that they literally took two people that they love and who, like, loved each other as friends and literally just broke it. Yeah. Oh my. They, like, spoiled it for themselves. Yeah, and I just... What the... It's just weird to me. And they were photo like you saw in the documentary, there was like photo fo- there was the drawings of them case yeah. which in fairness, if you want to write your fan fictions, write them. Yeah. I guess. Just you know mm. just keep it out of their I, I would say keep it out of their way. Uh, yeah. But and then there was like people were photoshopping them onto like pornographic pictures. It was just bizarre. Yeah, it was. It was almost like, like the the imagery of them two being together, like was attractive to people. So that's what they wanted to believe. Yeah. So it was like this kind of the only reason this kind of grew was because these girls liked the image of these two men together or whatever. Like, which I guess is fine, but then also at the same time, you have to remember some of these girls were like 13, 14, 15, like heavy, heavily, heavily sexualizing these other young people. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, it's just what the internet does. Like, no child is safe. No, absolutely not. You know, like, because I, I was probably about. 16 17 when that started happening yeah because it started happening about three or four years later didn't it and i was yeah it wasn't like it wasn't an immediate thing it was like um it was like a few years later when did larry silence and start some weird results um 
Oh, okay, so 2012, so two, two years, years later. Ago. So I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was 16. So I was like 16, kind of 17, 18. So at that point, like, I didn't really kind of care about the band that much anymore. So, like, it never, like, grew legs with me personally. But um, it really, like, split the fandom, I think, though. Here's my thing with this. If... if... You want these two guys to get together. What's the point in threatening the girlfriends? And it's like, I, it was Eleanor is Louis's girlfriend's. Terms they're still together, and she was jumped on by a few girls at the airport. It's crazy. Like what? I don't get. If you want them to be together, what's the point in threatening some girlfriends? They didn't. That's the thing, though. They were children. They didn't know what they wanted. It's yeah. It's it's deranged. It was deranged. I mean, it's honestly, very young, but it's deranged. No, it was. It absolutely was not okay behaviour. And I genuinely feel like if I acted like that when I was younger and like my ma caught wind of it, which a lot of their parents probably didn't, my mom would be like, you are not all right. Mm. Like, you need therapy. I'm so sorry if that like offends anybody, but yes, probably all did need therapy if that's what was getting used through the day. Toxic fandoms. They do exist. They do exist. And there was probably a lot of toxic, like... But probably was a lot of toxic behaviour in that family. There was a lot of toxic behaviour in that Much family. Idea. Which doesn't mean the people that they were doing it were toxic, but their behaviour was. Yeah, I mean, directioners. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, they're scary people. They're scary. Don't come, don't come for Katie, come for me. I'll fucking have you, don't worry. Please. So here are just some crazy things that the directions have done. So there was candlelight vigils for Zane's departure. Yeah. Didn't die. I know. They, let's see, they declared wars against other boy bands and fandoms. Yeah, that's weird. That's ridiculous. Okay, they built shrines. That's not unlike a directioner. Let's see, what on earth is going on? Claiming to know the measurements of 1D's genitalia. Yes, I did see that. And I saw one said 10, 10 and a half inches. And I was like, well, these are 14. So first of all, what he's measuring it against. And second of all, that's not true. I do not believe it for a second. I remember with Directioner account, this just reminds me, Directioner account that came back, for, came from me back in the day, was called Pain in the Ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Getting braces because Niall had them. Did you see that in the documentary? Yeah. Some girl got braces. She didn't need braces. And braces are expensive. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Sexual behavior and incestual thoughts. So some tweets here are, what if Harry was my brother? Sorry, but I would have every urge to still have sex with him. Wait, what? Say that again? So, this is sexual behaviour and incestual thoughts. So, just people writing the directions writing on Twitter. So, there's a few tweets here, but the one that sticks out is, what if Harry was my brother? Sorry, but I would have every urge to still have sex with him. Oh, ew. What the fuck? What on earth? The Holy Bible yeah. Someone just someone just got a Bible and just wrote Zane on every picture. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, death friends against girlfriends, friends, enemies, other fandoms, and pets. What? 
pets. Yes. There's one tweet here. Really in pain, Harry says, Zayn Malik, Niall, follow me or I'll break my dog's neck. Honestly, it's insane. Like, insane. Okay. Some girl got married to a Harry Styles cardboard cookies. Fair enough. <laughs> and then self-harm and suicide threats. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of that. Was- or even in the documentary, one of the girls was like, I probably wouldn't kill a dog, but, like, I might kill a cat. And then her friend, like, to meet them, and her friend was like, no. She was like, that's horrible. <laughs> like, I was like, you know what, fair play to you. Um, and she goes, oh, fine, I could probably kill a goldfish then. Like, no, but you shouldn't kill anything. <laughs> that's what your friend is trying to say. You shouldn't have to kill anything. In fairness, the documentary had some sweet moments. Like, there was, like, the, the girls getting the tickets for the tour, and you know, she yeah. get, there's one girl from Ireland who got to go with like her best friends to the tour, which is good. Some sweet moments, but overall yeah. was not in your favor and just kind of made the directions look like insane. Yeah, the girl from Dublin was very funny. I was like, oh, that's gas. And what? Where is she? Yeah, where is she? Hi, are you listening? <laughs> please, please, we want to talk. We, we just want to chat. If anyone can put us in contact with any of these girls, I want to see what they're up to. Honestly, me too. Right, so we're going to move on and talk. So One Direction may have been a product with the toxic fan base, but um, they have left behind a bit of a legacy. So One Direction is one of the best-selling boy bands in history. Rowling Stone called them one of the great rock bands of the 21st century. Similar to... <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Where are you getting rock from? It wasn't me, it was Rolling Stone. I know, but Rolling Stone, like, that's who was that writer? I hope they're fired. <laughs> so, similar to Beatlemania and Bieber Fever, Wundy got the Wundy got the One Direction infection. Oh, I thought you were going to say the other one. Oh, <laughs> The one direction erection. There you go. Both are but one is better than the other, I think. Look, this this fandom was overly sexual. Let me just say. Way too much. Way too much. So directioners have been described by uh Vox as one of the most powerful fandoms. That's true. And the Detroit News uh named uh One Direction the megastar boy band of the social media era. Yeah, that's, I agree. They were. They came up, like, when Twitter was just becoming a thing, I think. Literally, as I said, it was all really, really good timing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since the 1D boys are on hiatus, no sign of a reunion anytime soon, and <laughs> after the impulsive thing, definitely not going to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about where the boys are in their careers and personal lives. Mm-hmm. So, first up, we're going to talk about Zayn Malik. So, he was the first one to leave the group, so... In 2016, Zayn released his debut solo single, Pillow Talk. He has since released uh, three albums. Uh, he has collaborated with artists such as Taylor Swift, Sia, Timbaland, Nicki Minaj, and Becky G. Zayn was dropped by RCA Records in October 2021 following a public altercation with Yolanda Hadid. Zayn had a baby with model Gigi Hadid, but however, the couple are no longer together. That's true. It's true. 
So next up, we're going to move on to Louis Tomlinson. So following the hiatus, Louis returned to the X Factor as a judge alongside Simon Cowell and Robbie Williams. Um, Louis has re- released the single Just Hold On with Steve Aoki. Uh, he has collaborated with BB Rexa on Back to You. In 2020, he released his solo album Walls. Louis has also played for Soccer Aid. And Louis has a son and continues to perform at festivals. Oh, that's cute. Mm. So next up, Liam Payne. <laughs> Kitty was a Liam girl. So yes. after the hiatus, uh, Liam began producing <laughs> under the name Big Payno. <laughs> in, Oct- in October 2016, he released his debut solo single, Strip That Down. Uh, this was the first single off his debut album, LP1. He collaborated with Rita Ora on For You from the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack. Uh, he has collaborated with Jay Balvin, French Montana, Jonas Blue, and A Boogie with the Hoodie in October 2020. Um, he collaborated with Dixie D'Amelio on the Christmas song Naughty List. Liam was engaged to Cheryl Cole, uh, however, they're no longer together, but the pair have a child um, called Bear. Liam has also invested in real estate, and most recently he gave an interview on uh, Logan Paul's uh, podcast, Impulsive which um, revealed all his delusions and ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't looking for love till I found you. Look, he's not great, but like, you know. You're not some celebs you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Love that idea. So next up, Niall Horan, around Niall Horan, of course. So the Mullingar lad, uh, following the hiatus, uh, he signed to Capitol Records. Uh, he released his debut solo single, This Town, from his debut album, Flicker. The, this album reached number three in the UK and number one in the US. He's also released his second album, Heartbreak Weather, in 2020. Um, he's also collaborated with artists such as Ash, Julia Michaels and Anne-Marie. Yeah, he's doing well. We love Niall. I think Niall's great. Niall is great and he's very again unproblematic. Um well as far as I know. Mm. And just just chilling. Him and Louie, they're just chilling. They don't I think him and Louie did goggle box together. Did they? Yeah. That's cute. So, so finally we have Harry Harold Styles. Um <laughs> Harry stuff. So following the hiatus, Harry signed to Columbia Records. In March 2017, he released his debut si- single, Sign of the Times. He has since released three studio albums, Harry Styles, Fine Line and Harry's House. Harry has also uh, tried his hand at acting, appearing in films like Dunkirk and Eternals. His two movies coming out this year called Don't Worry Darling and My Policeman. Harry has become well known for his outlandish fashion and stance on LGBTQ plus rights. He is the only 1D member to win a Grammy. And headline the main stage at Coachella. Harry is currently on a sellout worldwide tour and is dating Olivia Wilde. Yeah, that is true. And he's fab. And I love him. I mean, yeah, he's killing it. I have to respect it. I'm not the biggest fan of his music, but respect. Yeah, I was obsessed with um, his first album. <laughs> like, I literally used to walk to work and just listen to it the whole way and the whole way home. And I just used to adore it but like to be fair I haven't even listened to one song off of Harry's house except for the one that pushed down our throats on TikTok so oh my god since you brought that up can I, I just want to say this so I'm not a Harry's house fan at all mm. I don't hate him I'm just not into it 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. Which I respect. Respect him. I've said it already. Um, so I mm-hmm. was at the Tate McRae concert in the Academy. And you know the way they have like music playing on the system, like before even the support act comes on. So mm-hmm. um, as it was played, the song from Harry says, his like lead singer about that, as it was starts playing and then everyone's singing along and I'm the only person in the audience who doesn't know a single word. And I'm like, no one look at me, please, because I feel like you're all going to tackle me. So <laughs> there just with a drink, just like, and then I went to smoke an air because I was like, I can't be around these people. And then, so as it was played, the support act played um, and he covered Night Changes by One Direction. And also he covered As It Was. <laughs> and then he, he came off stage. What's the first song that plays when he leaves? I don't know. As it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, can I escape, please? No, never. Harry's here to stay, and I'm okay with it. Just, just that song. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, school is in session for the former directioner herself, Miss Katie. She, uh, This is a pop quiz all about One Direction. Ten questions. Katie, are you ready? Yeah. So, question one. What year were One Direction contestants on The X Factor? 2010. That's right. Question two. This is multiple choice. Okay. One Direction guest starred on which kids TV show? Hannah Montana? Shake It Up? iCarly? Or Victorious? Oh, I don't know this one. Um, I'm trying to think of like what was popular when. Victorious? It's actually iCarly. I was going to say iCarly. I remember they were on that. It was like one day on iCarly was trending for what felt like days. Mm. So, uh, question three Which member came up with the band's name? Sam McGill. (laughs) Which member came up with the band's name? I know, but I just thought it was Simon Cowell. Um, I want to say it was Harry. It was Harry. Yeah. Okay, this is... Um, so, can, can you tell me what... This is the opening line to which One Direction song. That was in English. <laughs> you know what I was trying I get, to... yeah, I get you. I get yeah. So, this is... I just want to take you anywhere that you'd like. We could go out any day, any night. Uh, is that from Best Song Ever, Kiss You, Night Changes, or Little Things? Second one. Yeah, that's right. It was Kiss You. Yeah, I was like, I know the song, but they all confused me. So I was like, ah, yeah. Who's the oldest member of One Direction? Ooh, Liam. It's actually Louis. Oh, okay. So question six, another multiple choice one. Which actor appears in the Steal My Girl music video? Is it Danny DeVito, Paul Rudd, Adam Sandler, or David Spade? Danny DeVito. That's right. Yeah. I have a friend that fancies him. I'm not that bad. It's not me, everyone. <laughs> it's not. She likes Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, and I'm proud about it. And Jack Black. He's in that category too. Well, my crush is fictional, so he doesn't exist. True. So you're the weirdest. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven, which member auditioned for the X Factor two years before they were put in one direction? Um I want to say 
Liam again, but it could have been Harry. No, it was Liam. It was Liam. Yeah. So true or false, Niall is left-handed. True. That is true. Another true or false, the band appeared on Family Guy. False. It's actually true. Shit. Okay, fair. So, um, question 10. Which two members' dolls sold the most? Harry and Zane. Okay, i give you half a point. Or, no, Har- Harry's won. Harry. Oh, I don't know. I thought Harry and Zane were the two, like, heartthrobs. Um, Harry and Liam? It's actually Harry and Niall. I was going to say Niall. <laughs> so you had five options to choose from. Yeah, I know. I was going to say Niall, but then I just didn't know if he was... Because I do know that, like, Niall was, like... People did like Niall, but he yeah. wasn't, obviously, like, he's not Harry. Like, he's just not. And I'm sorry, I'm not saying that in a bad way. But, like, I feel like for a lot of their career, the focus was on Harry. And then kind of, it was kind of like, it kind of went like lean. Yeah. And then, like, Zayn, kind of. And then, like, Harry just overtook everybody. And then it was kind of like Zayn overtook Liam. And then Liam kind of popped back up. And then Zayn kind of came back in. And then, like, it was just the kind of, like, like no offense, girls, because I was one too. But it was like the weird people that then kind of like Louis, you know, <laughs> okay. and like and Niall and stuff like that. So I think it was weird to say that you like Niall and Louis, even yeah. though like they're all very attractive men. Let's be real. Yeah. Like none of them are ugly, but it was just that was like the pecking order. <laughs> it was. That's a way to put it. So next up, we're going to put One Direction on our pop scale. We rate them out of five based on how much we like them and their pace in pop culture. Katie, what do you give One Direction? I think I'm going to have to give them a three. Okay. Because they didn't keep me, you know? They didn't have me for, like, my whole, like, their whole, like, career. Um, I actually, we actually never spoke about when they performed history on the X Factor. Why? What happened there? It was like them leaving. It was like their last performance as a band. Oh, okay. Was that they, perf- they performed it. Yeah, it was actually emotional. I did cry. And there was like a slideshow of like their... It was almost like a funeral. Oh, it was like, like a, Yeah, it was like a slideshow of like their whole kind of career. And like when they like started and they like sang it on the X Factor. And it was actually really, really emotional. But anyway. And... Um, yeah, I'll give them a tree. That's just... I'm giving them a tree. What are you giving them? I'm giving them a two and a half. Yeah. They, I didn't like them. Uh, That's true. I, I don't really, like, despise them now. I just, like, they're, they happened and that was it. Yeah. They were successful. They were a mm-hmm. product. They weren't a group. They were... No. They weren't musicians. Individually, they are now. But, um... Well, maybe Harry and Niall are, and Zane, maybe. Louis. And Louis. <laughs> maybe not Liam. <laughs> Zane, Zane is also questionable. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give him a two and a half. Just, I wasn't into them then. And, you know, uh, they were what they were. Yeah, that's fair. 
So next up, we're going to talk about what's pop, and we talk we what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's pop with you? Yeah, I'm uh, still just like watching Friends. Yeah, I'm not doing a lot with my life at the minute. Um. <laughs> We were playing uh, It Takes Two, which we've been literally been playing for over a year. It's a PlayStation game. Yeah. Um, and that was very fun. We played that over the weekend. It's like it's a, like a two-player game. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. So I suppose that was popping a little bit. But other than that, like, not a lot. What about you, Evan? So I'm re-watching New Girl. Okay. Which is kind of like your friend's thing but with me and New Girl. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like in that. Love New Girl, so uh, never a bad time there. And the first song from season three of High School Musical, the musical, the series, has been released. And it's uh, a cover of It's On from Camp Rock 2. So that's kind of popping me right now because it's getting me hyped for season three. Three. <laughs> Just remember you got COVID because of this. I know. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Any fellow Wildcats get in touch. Yeah, and don't come for me, please. <laughs> Everyone leave me alone. <laughs> High school musical fans would never. <laughs> yeah, they probably would, Evan. <laughs> they won't go for you because you're one of them, but they go for me. Okay, so, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also give us a little rating on Spotify and a little review on our podcasts if you so wish. And if you'd like to share us with any of your family and friends, you they can listen to us anywhere they get their podcasts. Yeah, so that was our episode on One Direction and you will hear from us next week. Bye. <laughs>